You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't really think that technically counts as a present when you're trying to it force ab- me to. No, it absolutely counts as a okay, present. It's a present. And like, uh, what if your grandparents, you. when you were a little, you know, bought you a sweater? Is that yeah. not a present because they want you to wear it? Okay, yes, you're correct. Okay, in that aspect, yes, that is a present, but you bought it explicitly in order to make me wear it to shame me. No, so I'm, I'm not really sure. to shame you. I bought it because it looked oh, like... Oh, it was sincere. It, it was Your sincere. Your intentions were sincere My in this. intentions are true. Oh, boy. Yeah, mm, okay, well... My we'll aim have, is true, Greg. All right, we'll have to, we'll have to discuss this here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have a lot to get to today, as usual, but I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and clicks on those links. All those links there on the page. If you like our show, if you listen to our show, if you're like, how can I support their show? Click on all those links around there, including one that just says uh, that is a link to Willamette Week for their Best of Portland. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a little square. It's a little square, a little square there. on it there. Like best of on it. Yeah, it says like BOP, Best of Portland. It says Bop, like B- my favorite magazine growing up. Bop was your favorite? Yeah. Bop and Big Bopper, if it was a special location. Okay, we're going to have to discuss okay. this because I don't even know what that means. All right, so... Uh, but anyway, click on the BOP link, not for BOP Magazine, but for Willamette Week, and you can go there and vote for Fun Employment Radio for Best Podcast in Portland. That would be really cool if you just take a second. Um, you know, all it requires is your email address, and then that's it. And you can get that link will take you directly to the page that we're on, which is uh, Media and Personalities. And yeah, throw us a vote. It would be very nice if you could. Just uh, take a second out of your day to do that. That would be cool. Go to our website, click on the BOP link. Um, <laughs> And then we're going to talk about um, our big night tonight. Before we do that, I, now I have to address this yes. magazine issue. Yeah. So Bop Magazine, I remember that one. Was that like a it parade? Was like a, no, no. Bop was like or for... Tiger uh, Beat? It was like Tiger... It was like after Tiger Beat because I was a little too old for... I, I was past Tiger Beat. Like Tiger Beat was for people that were a little older than me. Okay. So I think Bop was the next version Like of who Tiger would be Beat. featured on Bop Magazine? Uh, like Leonardo DiCaprio when he was little. Uh, all the when new he was kids on, on Growing Pains? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like the new kids on the block. Um, okay. Johnny Depp. Uh, River Phoenix. Like it would be all oh, so those, it was all like actors from like, like that Like actors time. and musicians. Uh, Vanilla Ice would be in it. <laughs> oh boy, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. Um, yeah, depending. The that was kid from, uh, uh, what's it? Yeah, the kid Home from Improvement? Home Improvement. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yep. Yep, he'd be in it. Okay. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. A lot of new kids. But then Big Bopper was the one where um, you could pull out the pictures. So instead of just being I magazine. Big Bopper was just the singer. No, no, Big Bopper was, so there's uh, Bop, which is a regular size magazine that was just full of like, you know, like, how you can tell he loves you and which, you know, which celebrity is your secret boyfriend. And then. <laughs> what was yours? Do you remember? I think it was always Donnie Wahlberg, duh. No, clearly. And, Sorry, my uh, bad. And then Big Bopper was like mostly all um, like pictures and you would have to, it, it was painstaking to try and get these um, these posters out of the magazine because, you know, they'd be folded into the magazine and uh-huh. you have to try and remove the staples out of them just yeah. so you wouldn't leave holes in your poster. Try mm-hmm. and get them out as good as possible because it would come with like four full-size posters and usually it would be, yeah, like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh-huh. Another one would be Leonardo DiCaprio. I had the same problem be... with my uh, with my ninja magazines. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had to like go – and then you put like clear tape 
That's what I would do to like cover the. Um, so it would be flawless, so no so one would know. So it would be flawless, yes. Yeah. So, so you're, so you're cover your, like the staple holes your, after you've ripped your DiCaprio. Your, yeah, after you've ripped your poster out of Big Bopper. Did you actually put them up in your room? Yeah, I remember I had a Donnie Wahlberg one up in my room <laughs> that I got from Big Bopper for a long time. Whatever happened to him? No, I eventually like you know as soon as you grow out yeah. of that phase, you just rip them down and replace them with something else. The walls in my room, I had uh, for posters. I had well NBA players or NFL players like Dan Marino. I had like a door size one. Clyde Drexler, anything Blazers. If there were any poster available, that was up on my wall. But then also I had my. Um, I think there was a picture of like a helicopter, like a cool helicopter that I had on my wall. Um, an Elf poster. Oh, yeah, you just found really your Elf, Elf poster yeah. a little while back, didn't you? Yeah, I was a big fan of Elf. Uh, like, Courtney- like, probably too big a fan of Elf. I loved Elf. Elf was like, it was my favorite. He was small and silly. Yeah, yeah, and an alien. I mean, it's like, what better combination could you possibly have? And then the rest was uh, pictures of ninjas. It was from my ninja magazines, because mm-hmm. I was the guy that brought ninja magazine to school. And it was an amazing magazine, and I still kind of wish, I still kind of want to read ninja magazine. I'm an adult now, right? I can I can read Ninja Magazine I don't know, if I want Greg, to. Are you? I'm allowed to read. Maybe I'm going to pick back up Ninja Magazine. I you wonder can what read it's whatever like anymore. magazines you want. It's the problem is nowadays it's probably all like, well, no, it's ninjas, so it's not like gun I don't think the nin- stuff. Yeah, because I think ninjas it's more like swords and throwing days. stars and like secret ways you can hide from people. And then, like, I mean, you'll probably be flagged them. by the government as like all of a sudden in your you know for my Ninja Magazine in your middle age you're you're picking up Ninja. Yeah. Ninja magazines again. What? No. See, now I'm cool, though. Ninjas are cool again. They're making a comeback. Like, it was zombies time. Like, it was the zombies for a long time. Like, zombies, like, vampires, then zombies, like, permeated all of all, all of media. Now I think ninjas are prime for a comeback. You've been saying this for years, and it's never happened. It's going to be. It's, the ninja time is here now. I mean, with Marvel and all that. Oh, okay. Eddie's saying that he thinks that they've transitioned in, into survivalist magazines, which I can totally mm. see that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie. Some of those articles are pretty good in those things. Like, they teach you how to hide in, like, a pile of leaves and no one will ever find you. How, don't like, you just hide in the pile of leaves? No, there's specific ways that, that do you, you can bury Do you bury yourself in the I'm, leaves so that nobody can see your human body parts? I'm not going to tell you. And then you. they just think that you're a pile of leaves? No, there's Did I crack the code? shading and there's all kinds of different things you have to, you have to worry about. Um, ways to start fires, you know, if you don't have any uh, matches or whatever. I mean, there's lots of things that I can learn. By rubbing two sticks together? No, it's not just rubbing two sticks together. By no. using a magnifying glass to, and the sun to try and light some kindling? No, there's lots of other ways to do it. I'm not going to tell you how it works, though, because uh, you're being condescending to it. So, sorry, when the apocalypse happens, you're going you're gonna to be the one that has to deal Good with it. Good thing you and your stack of ninja magazines can keep each other company. Yeah. No, I would bring them to school. They did not impress the girls like yeah, I thought they I would. Know. They every, did It's not. like every time you say that, when you talk about yeah. your ninja magazines, it's like you're like re-surprised. Yeah, that it didn't, really that didn't. It, it really didn't stick. It didn't that work. It did, that the ladies weren't like, wow, look at that no. weird little guy with the ninja magazine. No, when I just casually leave it on my desk, like hanging out so that somebody would stop by it so they would ask about my ninja nobody magazine. Ever nobody. No, asked. nobody really did. No, a teacher did one time, asked what it was. Um, yeah, nobody wanted to talk to me about my ninja magazine. I used to be so specific. I'd be like the old casual, like, oh, I was just reading this, and I'd sit it, like, angle it so somebody walking by would So you could have a conversation have starter? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. I was a very lonely child. And so I, I thought ninja magazines would work. Like, I like ninjas. Who's not going to like this? Mm-hmm. They're going to think I'm so cool when I have, talk about throwing stars and yeah. the different moves that I've learned from this ninja magazine. Uh, Kristen says uh, she has a valid point. She said the thing about ninjas is that even if it is ninja time again, you'd never know because they're ninjas, oh. which is true. They could be having like 
It could be all around. It could us. be a ninja renaissance right now. Yeah, and we don't know it. I like it. Well, I would know. I can't talk about it though. Oh, okay. see, if you subscribe to Ninja Magazine, you would know about it. Well, then that's not really secret because it's just by the a way, magazine bir- subscription. birthday coming up. Ninja Magazine subscription. Okay. If it's still around and it's not like crazy whack jobs anymore, I hope not. I don't know. Not, not okay, you'll sure, be put anyway. on a list of some sort. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, for magazines, yeah, I, that, I bought Ninja Magazines, and as I said, and, and this all stemmed from going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Best of Portland or the Bop link yes, and yes. voting for us. Vote for us for best, best podcast in Portland. That would be fantastic if you could do so. <laughs> uh, anyway, what was I going to get to? Oh, tonight. Yes, and this supposed gift that you've purchased. It wasn't me. a su- as he as he like f- he like like gestures at it like it's garbage. Like and a supposed gift. Well, okay. So let me explain what is happening tonight, which is awesome, and it's the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night at the Landmark Saloon, four eight four seven Southeast Division. And our fine sponsors for tonight are Bridgeport Brewing, and I'm not even sure which beer they're going to have on tap. They're all amazing. They're all great beers. Um, I really like their IPA quite a bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you're IPA. an IPA person. I'm not big. I'm not big into the IPAs. Yeah, I can do like than... one IPA, but I'm not too big on like too many hops sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I I love the IPA. No, most, but they also most have, people do. But they have a lot of different kinds of beer. So mm-hmm. I'm not even sure which all ones will be on tap tonight. But it's going to be delicious. I can tell you that. Probably the cream ale. I'm sure will be there. Um, yeah, great beers. So Bridgeport Brewing. Uh, one of the oldest breweries here in Portland, and uh, real, really happy to have them as part of the event tonight. And then also a new sponsor for tonight, which I'm very excited about, Milagro Tequila. And as we've said on previous shows, I am becoming a tequila guy. I'm trying to be. I don't really know how because to be. Because that's how one becomes something is by repeating it over and over again. You declare it. But Milagro is delicious tequila. It is It is really good. You don't have to be a quote-unquote tequila guy to enjoy Milagro. And they're going to be one of the fine sponsors tonight. Sarah, you said the bottles are really cool, too. The bottles are super cool. They're, like, long and blue. And they look very classy. Like, Milagro's, uh, it's, like, So I can feel a, classy when I'm drinking you it? You can feel classy. I feel classy when I'm pouring it. It's, 100, it's a silver. It's 100% agave. And, like it is a, uh, it's a very like mellow, refreshing tequila. Awesome. Yeah, and it looks uh, it it looks like a like a bottle made out of a waterfall, Greg. Ooh, so I'm gonna seem classy. You're All right, gonna this seem is good. classy. So the Milagro part that's covered as far as the classy tequila that we're gonna be drinking tonight. All the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. That is, if you're flying in from from out of town for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why would you not be? So <laughs> Milagro Tequila, Bridgeport Brewing, fine sponsors. But I've been saying I want to become a tequila guy, and we are going to Mexico in about a month and a half, and. As part of that, you know, I want to go down there and I want to dress to impress and become, you know, the quote unquote tequila guy. Mm-hmm. And I need a black cowboy hat for that is in my mind the way I have this whole my, my picture here. Of yeah, how so I that's look. what you were saying. Greg was like yesterday. Yesterday he was talking about being becoming tequila guy and how yeah. what he would need mm-hmm. was a black cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. I think a, I think a good solid uh, in my mind te- uh, tequila guy would need uh, would need a black hat. Well, OK. Ungrateful Greg. Ungregful. Um, so I show up this morning, of course, after, uh, going to do a bunch of stuff for our bingo night that's happening tonight. And With our fine prizes that we have for tonight We have as well. so many awesome prizes. God, that's the worst thing about having bingo nights is that we can't win anything. No. I mean, it it's sucks. fun to host. Okay, yeah, it's fun to host it, but I want to win some shit too. But yeah. you guys get to win all this cool stuff. You guys get to win for free. And seriously, Asylum, Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne has hooked us up with some awesome prizes. Oh my God. I mean... They are awesome. They, we've got a Super Mario Brothers. If you go to our Facebook page, you can see it. A question block light. So it's a light that looks like one of the question blocks. And you click I'm it. put it right next to me. It's right. Yeah, I to just turn it on, you it. bop it. And, and this it, is what it sounds like when you bop it. The word. That's on. 
that's off. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I want that, but no. No, I went, so when I went to Asylum yesterday and I hung out with Anton and Deb, so not only do they have this, they have another um, thing that they sell there that are different Tetris pieces that have uh, metal along the edges, and uh, when you put the pieces together to start to lock them together, they light up. What? I played with that for like 20 minutes. Like, they're like, they're saying they're talking to me, like, uh huh, and all I could do, like, my, my OCD, I'm like, all right, I just need to keep putting these together and put them in different ways. And we have ways. to give this stuff away. Yeah. Yeah. So the Tetris one you can get at PDX Asylum, but this one we're going to be giving away tonight. Man. Yeah. I want to win it. I know. All right. What well, anyway? I know. As soon as sorry. I showed Greg, he's like, oh. I'm like, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So anyway, so ungrateful. Uh, I, sh- I showed him. So ungrateful. when I walked in today, I was like, oh, look at this cool thing that we got from Asylum that we're going to have for one of the prizes tonight. And he's like, oh, cool. I'm like, and also – uh, this morning on my travels, when I was getting stuff uh, prepared for tonight, I got you a present because I thought that it would be something that you'd appreciate. I know it was something that you expressed that you would like to have. I know that it's something that yes, you— Yes, I have been wanting a black cowboy hat. This is what I want you know, for when I go down— And did you show. specify what kind of cowboy hat? I, a, a nice black cowboy hat. But here is what Sarah got me. And she is, she walked in with this. She's like, hey, I got you a present. You know, who doesn't like a present? I'm like, okay, sweet. That's cool. I'm, ex- I'm excited. What is it? And then Sarah put this thing onto my head. And it is a black foam, uh, foamy, like rubbery, three sizes too small. It fits children's your tiny pee head. Hat. This hat is set up for, it's called Hat Chapeau. And it's designed for ages three plus. <laughs> you're three plus. That Sarah has picked up for me, expecting you're th- me. To, you're three plus thirty five. <laughs> expecting me to wear this thing around in public. I do not feel like a tequila guy wearing a wearing a foam. Well, why don't you put it on? Let's just see. You, nobody else can see. Well, I I can see, and let me. I can give visuals with my words. Nobody can see. It's not. It fits your head. It does not fit. It my totally head. fits it, your teeny tiny weird little head. It rests on top of my head. My head is just as God made it. All and right. Well, you know what. Greg, I spent my own hard-earned money going to the store. I spent a dollar on it. A dollar. I spent a dollar on it. I'm not going to wear it. Okay. I'm not, not going to wear it. Okay, just stop being a baby. And everyone needs to. People deserve if they're come if they're showing up tonight for our bingo night to support us. You know, us, a local independent business who you know need help from listeners to be able to continue doing what we're doing. Yeah. Like, we need to show our appreciation for them. Okay, but no, but this is, doesn't make me look very cool. Oh, so uh, chapeau is French for hat. That's what it is. So they sell this all over the place. Very special. Union so that's hat. a French hat. That's a French cowboy hat. It's a French cowboy hat. I'm going hat. for a Mexican cowboy hat, so that doesn't work. But no, so I, I don't want to, A, I don't want to wear this, and I'll tell you why. I do have a bit of an ulterior motive. In tonight, because what? What do you mean? I've talked about how I. I mean, I'm se- I'm setting myself. This is my goal for summer. I want to be tequila guy, and I was thinking about it. Like I could use you know another little side acting gig and maybe an endorsement deal. And you know who uh, made a lot of money in a lot of commercials? The Dos Equis guy. Oh, so I was Greg. thinking, you know, if I look really badass tonight, you know, we'll have the uh, reps from Milagro there. Maybe I could be Milagro man. You know, and it'll be a whole campaign of me with my hat and like walking into like dusty bars and like sitting down and you know, and all these girls like, Oh, what's who's he? Who's that stranger coming in? You know, the guy's like, What are you doing here? And somebody walks up and they're all like angry at me as I'm sitting at the bar, like, What are you doing here, stranger? I'm like, I'm not here to bother you. I'm just here for a tequila. 
a Milagro man. And then they go. I don't think that the Dos Equis guy ever calls himself Dos Equis guy. Yeah, but I would. Do, that's how I change it up. You have to have a tagline. Uh, I'm a tequila. You can't guy. just say I'm the Milagro man. Uh huh. Oh, okay. I can't say that. It's got to be. It's. I mean, I think you have to have something other than that. That just seems time for tequila. No, that's not good. Okay, yeah, I definitely have to have something here. Dos Equis guy is the most interesting man in the world. Okay, so. No GB. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I have to think though that, about how I have to do this. Because if I need a catchphrase, maybe people can help me come up with a good catchphrase for this. Because I think Milagro Man, I mean, that just has a good, has a good ring to it right there. You know what you could do? Oh, my gosh. Since you love singing Highway Man so much, mm-hmm. you could do I was Milagro Man. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All the tequilas I did drink from agave to, I don't know, reposado. I don't know. No, no, no. Maybe. That might work. <laughs> I'm a Milagro Man. All the tequilas I did drink. No. I did try. I did try. <laughs> <laughs> a tequila pistol by my side. Oh, then you could talk about going to Mazatlan and doing shooters. I went to Mazatlan and did a shooter in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'll become a long grown man again. <laughs> I did a popper down in Cabo once or twice. But I'm still alive. Oh, God. That's such a good song. I'm so sorry. No, that's a terrible song to ruin. We should not ruin that song. Anyway, but I think Tequila Guy, you know, maybe it'd just be that. Maybe it's Tequila Guy or Milagro Man. I don't know. I've got to work it out. I've got to work it out. Either way, I'm not going to be impressing them with a foamy rubber hat. You don't know that. It's it's weatherproof. Like, if you were wearing some fancy suede hat and, you know, there might be like, maybe a, a, a little sprinkle of rain, it could ruin it. But this, your head is protected. <laughs> it's just responsible. Uh, no, I will not be wearing that. I mean, I, the whole outfit requires, like, the hat and a billowy shirt and uh, a big belt buckle. I do have a cool belt buckle. Um, I could wear that down there. Mm-hmm. And I need cowboy boots. I mean, it's going to be a whole look. Like, it's a whole branding thing that I'm going to try to pitch. Maybe we could film a little bit of it tonight and then... Okay. Oh, by the way, that, that song we were um, singing poorly was uh, Highwaymen yeah. by The Highwaymen, yeah. which is a super group. Super group. It's Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Chris Christopherson, and Waylon Jennings. Yes. They were all together. I do a... That's my go-to karaoke song. So Greg song. does an awesome ver- karaoke version of that where he actually sings the different lyrics as if he's uh, singing as the individual... Uh, yeah. People in the group. Pretty it's good. Pretty Thank solid. You. So I'm saying, Milagro Man, that could be a theme song. Milagro <laughs> <laughs> Man. Lana. <laughs> no. Uh, I feel kind of bad about that one. Okay. Let's see. Why does. Uh, so there are questions coming in on the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, and I think we should address these in and First question. These. Oh my God. Uh, Courtney says, why does all of Greg's cool guy looks have a billowy shirt? Well, it's important, I think, to have a billowy shirt. Oh, my shirt. God, it's because he has hideous billowy shirts that he wants an excuse to wear. No, I love— And everybody else is like, ew, Greg, don't wear your billowy shirts. Um, billowy shirts are awesome for a couple of reasons. So I like to have it—like, a billowy shirt is a, a button-up shirt that you wear over, like, a you know, an, another shirt. But it's, it's the kind that it's light enough so that if the wind catches it, it kind of billows up and, like, blows behind you. One, this is cool because it, it's— Almost like you're wearing a cape, but you're not wearing a cape. So it's like a like an urban cape. 
which is cool. An so it flows behind cape? you. Two, it creates a little bit of a mystery. It gives it gives people, you know, it draws attention. How does it, does it give a mystery attention. if it's exposing all, your entire midriff? No, it draws attention to you because you see this thing billowing around. So even if you're not paying attention, like, oh, who's that guy? You know, everybody else is just sitting there sweating and doing like normal things and, and not uh, drawing attention to themselves. But now since it's billowing, you know, you have this blowing around behind you. All right, that's a really long attention. explanation. We have well, another, that's, we, that's not a long explanation. It's a very important explanation. All right, we, we have another question. Okay, other questions. All right, fine. Uh, why not just wear a cape, Greg, if because, you like the billowing? Okay, well, and that's, that's a good point. But the capes, as of now, you know, and this isn't me judging this. This is society judging it. Uh, capes are not necessarily socially acceptable as much as a billowy shirt would be. So until the time mm. when capes are fully acceptable, and I, I am known to be a trendsetter. You no, know, maybe I'll no, maybe I'll go not. into that, but I'm not quite ready to fully commit to the actual cape. All right, Greg. Um, next question. Well, that's a, not a bad idea. So, is tequila guy just meant to be a way to uh, impress the ladies? Everything's meant to be a way to impress the ladies. Okay. Let's just answer that question right off the gate. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but no, tequila guy is also to you know, kind of exudes confidence. And so it's like he's somebody you want to hang out with, you want to be friends with. But then also, um, yeah, the ladies, uh, you know. Boy, they like themselves. What does that even guy. mean? The ladies love tequila guy. You know, and that's just kind of what it is. Pew, pew, pew. Tequila guy. That was my love, man. I did a popper down in Cabo. What's a tequila popper exactly? It's uh, when you, well, the way I did them in high after I was 21, was we would put tequila into a shot glass, like pour half tequila, half uh, Sprite. Then put a rag over it, slam it, and then take it. That's how we did poppers. So it's like a cowboy spritzer. It's like a cowboy spritzer, but you but you have a. This is how we did it. I don't know for sure if that's how you do it, but we had a rag. You cover it, you slam it, then you take the rag off, and you and then you chug the whole thing. Okay. I don't know how do you do poppers. Well, I I, I was asking you. You've just never done sure. a popper. Well, I'm sure I have. I mean. I just don't remember calling it a popper. You watch that much Trailer Park Boys, Park Boys and you've never done a popper? They do poppers no. all the time. Well, they do poppers, yeah, but that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Not tequila. Oh, do you know what they do have, though, at uh, Landmark? Are picklebacks for tequila, which sound weird, but yeah. it's really good. Okay. So it's specifically with the Malagro, and then with the um, there's like this really good pickle juice that you can do. So you take the Malagro and then pickle juice and then swish it all around. How's that go again? Okay. All right. Hello, my friends. I'm still getting used to my new headphones. My voice sounds so baritone in these. What? Greg just like leaned all the way back in his chair going, ugh. They're the same headphones you had last week and the same ones you had three years ago. Oh, they have ago. new pads. I know. I'm just not used to the new pads. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Now, we all know that the internets can be a shit show, but we also know that it can sometimes be used for good, especially if everyone bands together to create a meme around a celebrity who does something kind of embarrassing. Today's celebrity meme, actually it was yesterday's, but I think it's still continuing today, comes to us from a young man named Bow Wow. Bow Wow? Do you remember Bow Wow? Like Lil Bow Wow? Lil Bow Wow. He's not so Lil anymore. So Bow Wow 
accidentally created his own meme because you know what he did? He lied on the internet and did not get away with it. So uh, this is what happened. I didn't even know he was still around. Oh, he sure is. So this is uh, so Bow Wow, whose real name is Shad Moss. So now he's 30 years old. And this is what he did. So if you... But he's not Lil Bow Wow anymore. He's not Lil... No, he's Mr. Bow Wow. <laughs> Mr. Bow Wow. <laughs> Bow Wow. What song does it dog So make? if you want any visual uh, aids to go along with this, just look up hashtag Bow Wow Challenge, and I shall tell you the story. Okay. So 30-year-old 30, uh, 30 Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow, the rapper, posted a photo on Instagram this Oh, this, this came up Monday. right away on Google. Yeah. Bow Wow Challenge. Uh, on Instagram this past Monday with the caption on his Instagram picture that he posted from his personal account saying, Travel day, New York City press run for growing up hip hop. Let's go. I promise to bring y'all the hottest show ever. Again, with a picture of a private jet with, uh, with the stairs down looking like he's getting ready to board a private okay. jet. Trying to brag about it. However, right after he posted this on Instagram, there was a fan on an airplane on a commercial flight. Heading to New York, that happened to take a picture of Bow Wow, who was on the same commercial flight as he was. They also shared the picture Wait, after on, he had posted a picture saying he was going on a private jet. After he posted the picture <coughs> of saying that he was traveling to New York on the private jet. So, uh, so the person who took the picture on Instagram said, uh, "So this guy, Lil Bow Wow, was on my flight to New York, but on Instagram he posted a picture of a private jet caption traveling to New York today." Um, what? <laughs> So uh, after the internet was, of course, challenged by finding out this lie, they took to the images on there to see uh, you know, where this private jet picture came from. Lo and behold, <laughs> it was a stock photo that they found on a VIP transportation service in Fort Lauderdale, so not even anywhere near New York. Uh, yeah, so it was confirmed that the stock photo was indeed at the site. However, it's been since taken down. I wonder why. But the exact same picture <laughs> so that he posted. he stole one off of, a, off of a VIP site? Off of a VIP site, the exact same picture, cropped it, and pretended that it was his private plane. <laughs> so he's not offered any explanation so far. Uh, however, the internet is going insane with people using stock photos and other clever methods of taking, you know, doing different photo manipulations to pretend they're places they're not or doing things that they're not. It's like basically one picture will look like something they're doing something grandiose and the next picture will show the reality. Yeah, I'm looking at these right now. There are some hilarious so ones out there. Oh, wow. God, I'm looking at these like uh, like there's this guy who looks like he's washing a brand new Range Rover and he's like washing my new wheels. And then in the first picture <laughs> and the second one, it shows a toy car in the bottom of a shower. <laughs> like, it's just it's amazing. Bow Wow Challenge. Oh, my. OK, wow I've, I've got to get off of this because otherwise I'm going to sit here and look at these all day long. Yes. Um, this is pretty hilarious. Yeah, so he's never he has not uh, justified why he's done this. So he's actually done this before, not so much with the private. Yeah, why jet, would you not think that you're going to get caught doing because that? Because he's lied before, and he actually got caught before too. So uh, I guess last year uh, in November, he claimed to have passed up on a chance to watch the Atlanta Falcons play from a private suite that he said that the owner had offered him because he said he was too tired from filming a TV well, show. But why would you say that? If the, I, I'm going to guess this isn't true. It, fans quickly pointed out that the NFL team had a bye week when he posted the claim <laughs> and weren't even playing. <laughs> like, I just don't understand. Is it just a lack of attention or is he that dense? I, I don't that know. That he doesn't get it? That he doesn't think people are going to call him out on lying like that? Surely Bow Wow, <laughs> Mr. Bow Wow, 
Um, does he have money left or? Uh, I think. I mean, he's. You they would said think. He's doing, they're doing a documentary on him. Well, that doesn't. Yeah. So if you'd these. like to, <laughs> right? If you um, if you would like to participate in the hashtag Bow Wow Challenge, what you just need to do is either yeah post post a pair of images side by side. The first being glamorous representation of your life, and the second depicting the harsh reality. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have to figure one out. We do. I was trying to think of one all afternoon. Yeah. I actually did try to. Oh, God, this is so embarrassing, but whatever. I'm going to do it. Because I was, I was watching. Did you try uh, to bow wow challenge and fail? Yeah, I totally tried to, but I couldn't do it because I was by myself. Because um, I was watching Party of Five, because you know I have been. Why are you still watching Party of Five? I can't. I have to finish it, Greg. I have to finish it. I only have two seasons left. I'm doing a real good job. I was going to try and like take a picture as if it looked like I was uh, an extra in it at some point, and then I just couldn't get it taken care of. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's I just kind of embarrassing. Funny. No, because then I was going to take the like harsh reality picture. A question in the chat. Uh, how many times have you watched Party of Five? This is the, the first time. First time all the way through. Yeah, I don't even. I don't remember anything about it. Oh, so like, it's I all only new watched, for you. Yeah, I watched um, Beverly Hills 90210 and uh, Melrose Place from time to time, but I never really watched Party How is the, uh, the guy's... Uh, you know, perma his stubble stubble, yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's okay. You know what? He's a uh, stubble beard. Never mind. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. No, oh, yes, please don't ruin um, <laughs> ruin party of five. I'm not. Everyone. Spo- what is the spoiler going to be for party of five? Well, I'm not. You'll never know. I'm not going to tell you. The whole party has sex together. Okay. Greg keeps making these like never ending party of five incest jokes, and it's getting really annoying and creepy. But mostly annoying. <laughs> well, keeps, I like, mean, reading that would be the spoiler. He's like, oh, is this the episode that I was reading about when the sister bangs the brother? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's disturbing, right? Uh, the parents die. That's a spoiler. Well, yes, they're, they're dead in the whole show. Oh, okay. Okay. Do not read other spoilers that people are posting because I don't know all of it. You don't know what's going to happen? No, I don't know what's going to happen. I, again, I haven't watched it. All right. Anyway, next up, uh, going to eastern China, uh, surgeons were able to successfully, successfully remove not one, but two ballpoint pens out of a man's stomach 36 years after he swallowed them. So this kid, 36 this guy, years? 36 years, these ballpoint, stomach, uh, ballpoint pens lived in this guy's stomach. He was just 14 years old when he uh, ingested the ballpoints. Why? Uh does he, he lost a bet. He lost a bet when he was fourteen, so he decided to swallow Somebody the ballpoint pens. Somebody told him pens. he had to swallow a ballpoint pen. Yes, and so he lived with the ballpoint pens inside of him for thirty-six years. Oh, now um, he was able to have surgery, and they were able to successfully remove the pair of ballpoint pens from the man's intestines. <laughs> so uh, you can look online; photographs uh, appear to show the pens still fairly intact from the removal from the man. So, you they held up thirty-six in, like, stomach years. acid and all of that. They okay. did. Yeah, after their removal from the man, he was only identified as Wang. Uh, so he had reportedly ingested the pens while drinking alcohol with friends. And he'd forgotten no. all about it until they showed up on an x-ray just this past February. Because they've been inside of his intestines. How do you forget about that? How do you not I mean, once those? you... Well, that's the thing. Like, once it goes in, you know it didn't come out. Yeah. Well, I guess he... Oh, totally like forgot. forgot I swallowed yeah. ballpoint pens. Like, and they're just, like, rooted in there. Ew. Yeah. So uh, the pens never cost him discovered over the years, except for when he went to get an X-ray in February because he was having stomach pains, and he found out that they were still in there. He thought that they'd come out at some point. Well, they hadn't. They've been surgically removed, and he has been discharged from the hospital. Oh man, 
That's weird. I, I'm looking at the picture right now, and I know this is on uh, on the podcast, but I, I highly suggest looking this up. Because, yeah, the x-ray shows it, and it looks like two complete ballpoint pens. So they will survive in your stomach that long. I guess so. I don't know what brand they are. Real high-quality brand, Greg. How would you get them back out, though? Yeah, you'd have to have surgery. They're stuck in there. I mean, I guess, yeah, they can't, probably can't navigate the, yeah, uh-huh. the bends and turns. Yeah. And- just floating around in there just for that floating long. around in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a solid pen, though, whoever the manufacturer yeah, is. Yeah, we need to find pen, out we need to find out the manufacturer. They need the to pen. sign that guy to a to an endorsement deal. They do. That's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, listen, these pens lived inside of me for yep. 36 years. I'm full of a good ideas. Milagro man. Mm-hmm. That that's like not a good idea. The pen idea, good idea. All right, do you have a story out of Saginaw, Michigan? This is an update story of a uh, of a story that we had, was it last year? I think it was the end of last year or early this year. Do you remember when I talked about this? A 26-year-old man with a self-professed fetish for rough-running cars. Do you remember that guy? Oh, the guy who was in love with cars? Yeah, who liked to... Uh, Engage in... Uh, when the car was like really... Rubbing activities with the cars? Yeah, no, no, no. Not with the cars, but in the cars when they would be like... Riding really rough, like here I'll tell you. Okay. So uh, this guy Jordan Haskins, he has been uh, now sentenced to eight felonies and two separate auto oh. incidents. One uh, one late last year and one in early 2017. However, he will avoid prison time and instead receive mental health and sex offender treatment along with five years of probation. So uh, this is the guy who. Um, He's an habitual offender with a criminal history of multiple incidents involving a fetish referred to as cranking. What? We've talked about this. I know because it creeps me out. Okay. So this is the act. I probably blocked it from my mind. The act entails removing the vehicle's spark plug wires to make the vehicle run roughly to help reach sexual self-gratification. What? I don't remember. Okay. Please go on with this. So they yes. remove the spark plug, so it runs really rough. It like shakes, and, and then he's uh, yeah, and then he's in the car when it's all like shaky and, <laughs> and he's all pleasurey. That seems rather elaborate. It I is. Mean, can elaborate. you get one of those like massage chairs or something? I don't know. Well, they and it has a name. It's called because I remember we talked about this ranking, which totally sounds like Jenkum or like one of those made up things that I, the media. I does. remember people called meth crank. That's how. That's what I remember crank being. Well, now this is called uh, riding rough in a car. Well, yeah, so uh, now he has a long-term probation with uh, mental health and sex offender treatment uh, over prison time. So this is how it happened. In April, Haskins pleaded guilty to six counts of unlawfully driving uh, in an automobile, one count of malicious destruction of property, and one count of breaking and entering into a building. So I think he was stealing the cars, removing the spark plugs, and then going on joy rides with them. (laughs) Why can't you just do it with your own car? Uh, I don't know if he had it's probably, a car. Probably gets old with it. It's the same car every time. Yeah, so the, the felonies against Haskins stem from two it. vehicle incidents, one involving cranking. Why does that – that word is just grossing me out. I don't know. Who would want your car back after that, too? It's like, uh, sir, we recovered your car. Here's what's going on. I'm sorry. Your car was the victim of, of cranking. And uh, Yeah, if anyone ever tells you your car was the victim of cranking, <laughs> don't take it back. Burn Which it. Which seat was it? Burn it. Oh, uh, I mean, I would never be able to drive that car around again without, like, that would constantly be on my mind. Well, I mean, it's like anything when somebody violates you. Like, I remember when my car was broken into, like, just thinking of the person even just sitting yeah, in your seat. It's and, just violating. And that's bad, but cranking in your car, <laughs> like, stolen for the explicit purpose of sexual gratification. 
Like, and having some police officer explain that to you. Oh, God, no. There's no way. There's no way I would sell that card. Okay, I hate the way that they're using this as such a, like, a <laughs> Sorry, verb. sorry. Uh, one Apparently of he's cr- had it for hours. He was cranking all over town. <laughs> uh, we've got reports. Yeah, so he had two vehicle incidents, one involving cranking and the other joyriding. In the first case against him, police said that Haskins had broken into and cranked in a ma- maintenance <laughs> truck. Oh. 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 Uh, in the second case, police say Haskins broke into a body shop and then took four, four vehicles for joyrides. It is unclear whether or not those were cranked in. Oh, God. Uh, police were unable to uncover any evidence that, that he was cranking the second time around. <laughs> well, they uh, arrested him the same day in another cranked, vehicle but... to which he did crank in. Oh, boy, what cars did he not? <sighs> Uh, so uh, Haskins, uh, it is said, is a bright man brought down by untreated compulsions. That's a really nice way to put it. I mean, you know, yeah, I'm sorry. Everybody's got their problems. But, dude, if you're stealing other people's cars, you can crank in them. I, I don't have a lot of sympathy for you. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be. <laughs> Do that in your own car. Do that to your heart's extent in your own car. Do not crank in my truck. Well, now he's going to be getting that is the, bottom line. the cranking help that he needs. Uh, Keelan's in the live chat uh, saying, I guess this guy's from his hometown. So I don't know if it's a hometown kind of thing, like a pride, like, yeah, <laughs> hometown, crank it. I thought that was where Keelan was from, but I didn't want to say it unless I was sure. Which city was it? Uh, Saginaw. It is, it is Saginaw. So yeah. Saginaw crankers. <laughs> it's like Keelan. a high school pastime. Keelan for the but says, Jesus, my hometown is cranking out winners. <laughs> 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 I mean, I can't say that Keelan's ever... We don't know that. I don't know that, yeah. I don't think he's stealing cars. No, he's not he stealing cars. He could crank in his own he car, though. He has a very nice car. He does, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. He's got a house now. He could easily park it in the driveway and take out the spark plugs and crank in it all he wants. I mean, it's private property. All right, there you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. The regional thing. Saginaw area. Okay, speaking of, I have two things real quick before we're going to do some ball talk. Uh, I've got a little bit of ball talk, yeah. Um, Of Keelan, and then also we were talking about, well, this. I need to turn it off, so I'm sorry. I'm going to do the coin thing one more time. Um, So I actually, when I went into Asylum yesterday to meet up with uh, Anton and Deb, so they had told me the story, and they said that Keelan said it was okay to say it. So I guess they've been reupholstering. They've been helping him, like, reupholster a chair. Uh Uh-huh. And as they were going through the chair, going to like try and like you know piece it together, they were reupholstering one of one of Keelan's chairs. One of Keelan's chairs. And uh, as they were going through, uh, you know, getting ready to the chair, Deb found something in the chair and she pulled it out, and it was one of the Las Vegas stripper like prostitute cards. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome! And so Deb didn't okay. know. So Deb didn't. Okay, yeah. So okay, well, sh- number one, I should explain this. So. Uh, our buddy Keelan, this is like an ongoing prank between all of us that we have is, you know, when we go to Las Vegas, if you've ever been to Vegas, you know, when you walk down the strip, there's the guys there in the shirts that have these little cards and they clap them together. The- yeah. And they hand you these cards and they're basically prostitute cards that you can call these girls to come to your room and they're really graphic. They show these girls and I'm like, not like graphic, but they're nude women. And it'll be like, call Brandy. She's only $50. And it has a phone number on both sides. Yeah. So they're bright colored pictures of uh, 
naked women. And so they just hand them out constantly on the strip. So you just end up taking them because it's, it's less annoying. Yeah, because you can collect them and make like yeah. you know, stripper like, right. like card games and things. It's really fun. Yeah, we made games out of them, but then we brought them back. And when Keelan moved to one of his places a couple of years ago, this isn't even the one he's in currently. Um, me and Tristan and God, I think maybe Aaron and Scott were all over there. And I brought a big stack of them and we hit them all over his apartment. Like in tons of things. There's no way he has found them all. And so we must have put one in the chair. You did. Because so he brought this in to get upholstered. And it's in there. What so, did Deb say? So Anton, was she like, um, no, is that so one of those Deb things where you're like, like, I don't want to say anything about exactly this. Exactly. Right? Because Deb didn't know about the thing. And she, I guess she, uh, she was the one that found it and told Anton. And she's like, um, should we tell him that we found this? I don't know if, like, you know, it's like his personal thing. And Anton had remembered it from the show. Oh, so Deb awesome. genuinely thought that she found, like, one of Keelan's porn cards. <laughs> <laughs> Tucked into his chair for future use. Oh, that's so awesome. That's the best thing. You can't get any better than that. No, it does not get better than that. That's peak, like, getting your chair up. Hold- like, that's something, fan- like, nice to be having done, too. And then there's a fucking, like, hi, I'm Cindy. Get me for $19. Like, he kept this when he went to Las <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, I guarantee there's still some of those hidden around my house. Like, guaranteed. Oh, yeah, there were, like, some in your freezer. Uh, yeah, well, it all started because this whole thing started years ago when... Um, no, even before that, but it, mainly uh, several years ago when we were doing Courage shows and we played at Tonic Lounge every now and then. And there was the porn shop across the street from Tonic Lounge. And so the after party would be at my house. And my buddies always thought it was funny to go pick up copies of American Grizzly, which is um, it's not about bears. Well, not in the uh, nature sense. It's, about, uh, it's a magazine full of pictures of very large, uh, hairy older men Ooh. in suggestive poses. Which, you know, whatever, whatever works. I think bears are beautiful. Sure. But uh, the American Grizzly magazine, they would bring it back to my house and then then rip out pictures from it and hide pictures of these uh, naked old men all over my uh, house. And so I would find them for weeks at a time. I would lift up a cushion and be like, well, oh, there's a picture of a guy splayed over a bed right there in my couch cushion. So that's where that started You're from. You're like really over explaining this. Well, uh, that's what it was. I mean, am I... Wrong in my assessment and description of what's happening? No, not at all. I'm sure you don't have pictures of grizzly men stashed all around your house. Well, no, but I did. That's the whole point. When's the last time you found one? Have there been there? I feel like you lost track of what I was saying halfway through and now you're trying to recover. I never really know what you're saying. That's kind of what I thought was going on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, but anyway, that's, that's where that all came from. And then from there, it started to the, uh, to the stripper carts and doing that to everybody. And I am, I am so happy that it's still going. It sure <laughs> did. Stuff. And it made somebody like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was glorious. Uh, that's awesome. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. I think the inherent part of the of the porn thing, it's not the porn itself or the um, stripper cards. It's the idea that someone would hide them in their own home. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, hey, I didn't see you oh, come in. Like their secret stash that they've <laughs> no, hidden like they somewhere. Were, they were looking at it and then like didn't realize, oh, I didn't see you come in. And they shove it into the chair. <laughs> that, that's the part that's the really odd thing. <laughs> I left myself surprises around the house. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Okay, ball talk. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, stuff is happening. Um, okay. A couple of things going on in the world of ball talk. So, Eddie, the uh, NBA playoffs do continue. And people are still complaining about um, the fact that it's the Cavs and Golden State Warriors that seem to be destined to play in the championship. But they are the two best teams. However, they're not there yet. So, still waiting to see what happens as far as uh, who's going to be going on. Oh, I believe boy. San Antonio and Houston play tonight in game six of their series, where San Antonio is up 3-2. to two. Ooh. 3-2. to two. Patty Mills playing quite well. Oh, I like him. I like Patty too. So there is that. Um, also, uh, Draymond Green. Draymond Green in the news. He's the Golden State Warrior. He is the guy who, um, last year, do you remember what he was doing? He was kicking people in the nuts. Kicked people in the nuts multiple times. Yes, that was his go-to move. And then he would claim, he's like, no, my leg just juts out in front of me. And that's the only reason it makes contact with oh. everybody's nuts. Uh, so, yeah, he did that several times. Don't over most the people's class. legs go out in front of them? Yeah, and most I'm people. not constantly kicking people in the nuts. That, very true. Mm. Seems like there's a lot of people in the NBA that all play basketball, and generally speaking, none of them make contact with other uh, people's crotches. So, anyway, he. But he always claims it was an accident. Now he's calling out other players for being dirty. And, um, and he may or may not be right about the other players, Kelly Olenek of the Celtics, but regardless, it's the irony of him calling out somebody else. As, as playing dirty mm-hmm. is pretty funny. So, anyway, that's going on with Draymond Green. Uh, moving on in a ball talk, it's fairly, fairly small balls. I mean, we had Shark Gate already this week. We had Dildo Gate on Monday, so they don't have anything that quite matches up to that. Although I do have this. You know, we drink probably too much coffee here at Fun Employment Radio. I mean, we're, we did all right today. Not too bad. We haven't done too bad. No, no I think not this too is my bad today. Okay. However, there is a uh, coach. For Louisiana State University, Ed Orgeron, and uh, he admitted on a show that he drinks eight to ten energy drink cans of energy drinks a day. Wow, eight to ten—that seems like a lot. It does, but I'm not—I'm not one to judge with caffeine consumption because I don't know. Because we drink—I mean, sometimes you and I, if we've been here for a while, we'll make like two pots that we'll just split. Like we'll each have a pot of coffee. What here? Yeah, Uh, we usually only make. Do you make more than one? Sometimes. Oh, okay. That explains it. Well, I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't had that much yeah, coffee. Yeah, when you've like, guzzled all of the coffee, I have to oh. remake it sometimes. That is a lot of coffee, though. Yeah, because when I fill it up to the top, that's 12 cups. So an average cup of coffee contains 95 to 165 milligrams of caffeine. And the recommended caffeine intake per day is 400 milligrams. Okay, yeah, we're going over that. We've got, yeah, yeah we're, we're drinking too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but what he's doing is he's drinking 16-ounce cans of energy drink, which contain, okay, 1.28 to 1.6 grams of caffeine daily. Oh, grams of caffeine. Okay, so he's he's consuming 1.28 to 1.6 grams of caffeine a day. The recommended thing is 400 milligrams. That is a lot of coffee that this man is drinking. It's four times. Or energy drinks. Uh, Energy drinks, yeah. yeah. But a lot of caffeine that he's consuming. I've never really... uh, Energy drinks and I... Oh, whoops. Sarah, come on. Oh, my God. Come on. I'm not used to how I just hit my elbow on the Super Mario Brothers question block light. Ow. Um, Anyway, I I just forgot what I was going to say because that actually really hurt. Okay. Wait. Well, anyway, we're talking about uh, this guy. Now... Do you know how much caffeine one would have to consume? Oh yeah, I can't do energy drinks, to kill themselves. I, uh, I do not actually, and I don't want to know. 
Uh, it is five grams of caffeine would kill a person. Five grams. Well, thanks for that. That helps my anxiety. <laughs> so, so as you're drinking this, are you still drinking that? That's a big cup of coffee that you have. It's not that big. Give a large cup. Hmm. Five grams worth. So five grams is what? 5,000 milligrams? Yes. And how many is in a cup of coffee? 95 to 165. Depending on how strong the cup of coffee is. According to this report. Are you doing math in your head right now? Are you counting? I can see your fingers moving. My fingers aren't... You can't see my fingers at all. Your fingers are moving, They're under the table. You cannot see my fingers. Anyway, a lot of cups of coffee. So there we go. That is what I wanted to relay to you. Don't drink five grams of caffeine. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the bottom line, Sarah. I just wanted to make sure that you got, that, uh, that got hey, across. You drink more coffee than I do. No, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, you go to, how many cups of coffee do you have at Digital Trends in the morning? Exactly. None of your business. Yeah, I don't have coffee until I get to the studio. None of your business how many cups of coffee I have at Digital Trends. Oh, okay, Sassy. Because they have a... They have an espresso machine. How so exciting I just press a button for and then you. I, maybe I drink too much of it. Maybe I have too many in the morning when I get down there and I'm like, oh, I just have one. Well, maybe I should have another one. Edward says, caffeine increases my anxiety and panic attacks. Probably does that to me too. Quite honestly. Yeah, why do you think you're so spastic? I don't know. I mean, it would just make sense. It does make sense. Okay. Well, anyway. We'll yeah, play. I have to moderate because, yeah, when I had my first panic attack and then started going into um, going into therapy and everything, like I had to quit caffeine for a while and then start to, start to slowly moderate it again. Yeah. Because you have to control because I can feel it coming on sometimes and I have to just like stop drinking coffee. You know, it goes away if you mm-hmm. stop caffeine, but you have to, oh. you have to moderate your intake, hmm. which you don't do. No. Okay. Especially on a day like today where like, I start really early in the morning and I'm going to go till whenever bingo is done tonight and then get up really early tomorrow. I'll, I'll drink coffee this afternoon, too. I'll have to. I have to. I just have to. Five grams. i got to start paying attention to this. All right. Um, send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Big thank you to Bridgeport Brewing and Milagro Tequila. Yes. Tonight for the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night and Asylum for the Wonderful Prizes. Uh, so come on down there and join us. It's going to be a lot yep. of fun. Yep, so sign up start at 6 come early to get a seat if you want. You can show up late. Uh, there's no there's Yeah, no there will be multiple off. games. Yeah. So if you miss the first one, there will be another one after that. But I'd suggest getting there early if you can, just because then you make sure you have your uh, yep. seat staked out. They have some awesome food there, too. Uh, Leroy's fam- uh, Familiar Vittles, best macaroni and cheese. Uh, cash only, so just letting you know. The bar's uh, credit the cash for the food if you're hungry that's all that was very confusing the way you just said well that. you know what i'm sorry greg because you drank all of the coffee i'm still like half asleep over here okay uh come on down to the landmark saloon and join us tonight it would be awesome all right uh tomorrow morning we're going to be joined at 9 30 a.m pacific time with brad williams comedian at helium comedy club awesome so uh tune in live for that or catch the podcast afterwards we'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio.com